Next on BYU Sports Nation, Rogue 2, a BYU Star Wars story. Which BYU athletes would you compare to Star Wars characters? Best day ever, Spencer! President, Coach, Chancellor Steve Cleveland will join us to review and preview BYU basketball, why he likes BYU's chances in Chicago. Plus, BYU basketball assistant head coach Tim Lacombe on how to beat Illinois and the Fan Fest in San Diego on breakdown. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. I'm so happy right now. Thursday, December 16th, wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with... A new lightsaber collector, Jerem Jordan. Okay, Matt Seamers is running the jib, one of our cameras today. Mm-hmm. He is he is a legit Star Wars fan. He has an industrial light and magic hat. That tells me all I need to know. <laughs> he brought it. We're going to have some fun today. Obviously, Rogue One comes out tonight, a Star Wars story, the eighth film ever for Star Wars to come out. This is a big deal, right? Absolutely. A bigger deal? A big deal? The fact that Matt brought in his lightsabers. Look at these puppies. This is real. Listen to this. <laughs> Legit, dude! Legit, man! Yes. Look at these lightsabers. These are legit, man. Boom! I wish we could just turn off all the lights, and then you'd see us just, just in the dark. Li- listen oh. to the sound effects in that thing. Here, I'll put it away. Listen. <laughs> so cool, right? Also on TV, we just wiped. That's a Star Wars staple. Jerem has a blue lightsaber, but you can change the light in the one that he is holding, apparently. And yeah. I, have, I have the green one. Yeah, this one's a little more spendy. Yeah. So I think we should just, like, if we don't like something Tim Lacombe says, we got lightsabers. <laughs> we have the power to do something about it, right? The sound effects are amazing. <laughs> really cool. Okay, Jaren, put it away. Put it, put it away for now. <laughs> this, is my, this is my favorite show ever already. I know it it's is. It's great. Lightsabers. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Not nearly as important as Jerem's lightsaber, right? <laughs> Football now under a week away from the poinsettia bowl. Six days to be exact. The Cougars have their final practice in Provo today before traveling to San Diego tomorrow. Moroni Laulu Putu does one-handed catch, by the way, versus Mississippi State, is a three-seed in Yahoo Sports Catch of the Year bracket. How about that? There's voting. For this, so hopefully uh, Moroni wins. That'd be sweet. What a fantastic bracket. That's a bracket I can believe in. Props to Yahoo for coming up with that. Yep. BYU basketball, number 57 right now in the Ken Palm ratings, playing number 68 Illinois Saturday in the United Center, the home of the Chicago Bulls, former home of Michael Jordan. Tim Lacombe and Steve Cleveland will preview that matchup with us Coming up. And Amy Boswell has another All-American nod. When you're good, you get recognized. She's a senior class award, second-team All-American. There were five first-teamers, five second-teamers. The ABCA, there were like 13 first-teamers. So she's basically a first-teamer. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, she's got like a 4.7 GPA or in, something in like nursing, that. In nursing, that's hard to get into. She's ridiculous. Rise and shout. <laughs> it's time for Punch What's it. Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Rogue 2, a BYU Star Wars story. I can almost touch the jib out here. Look at that. Look at that. 3D. Okay, so at, <laughs> I thought this is 
going to be the show where Jerem is the most excited. Now I know this yeah, yeah, is yeah, 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 the yeah, most yeah. excited Jerem has ever been for a trending topic on BYU Sports Nation. We're combining his two favorite hobbies, right? BYU Sports. And Lord of the Rings. And Star Wars. Oh. Now, listen, a fair warning. Christmas Day might pale in comparison for you after oh, absolutely. the As joy an adult, you feel today. Yeah, it's fun for my kid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, It's fun for me seeing my kid. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get creative, shall we, BYU Sports Nation? Jerem, of course, the Twitter question honors are yours today. In honor of Rogue One. Rogue One. How many do you need? What BYU athletes or coaches would you compare to which Star Wars characters? Woo! <laughs> Use the hashtag BYUSN. Thank you, R2. At Kip Kent. Lavelle is definitely Yoda. No, seriously, the real Yoda he is. Ah, the real Yoda he is. Well played at Kip Kent. Here's what we have come up with in agreement with Kip Kent. Yoda, Lavelle Edwards yeah. is. That, yes, that's nailed it. Wisdom, uh, figurehead, like ultimately the leader of the whole thing, right? The wisdom. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, Luke Skywalker. This one was tough because there's a lot of Luke kind of... Luke! Yeah, there are a couple of people that might fit a profile, so oh, we've come man. up with Do one or two. Pick? Yes, Ken Pomeroy, you have to pick. Um, you could say like Luke Staley. That's too easy. Luke, Luke, no. Danny Ainge oh, I think was the first one you came absolutely. up Absolutely. Danny Ainge. Yes. Why? Just because that era, I mean, Star Wars, the first story, it came out in 1977, right? Yes. Danny Ainge had the Luke Skywalker hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's craved intergalactic Kool Aid or milk. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's the hero, right? He took BYU to the, the Elite hero. Eight. Yeah. The farthest the basketball team has ever gone. Yeah. Tan- or Tanner Mangum is kind of the modern version there, right? Yes. Young. Pacing the way. He, he is prepping to become his full Jedi self. I will finish what you started. He yeah, said been, that last week. There's been a comparison to Kylo Ren as well. <laughs> R2-D2. This one's easy. Steve Clark. <laughs> that was, I think that was submitted by uh, at Crazy Cook Fanatic. Listen, we love Steve <laughs> Clark. Steve's, Steve's our homeboy. He's imperative to the success of BYU football, right? Yes. Also, yes. either Jurgen's brother could pass yeah. for R two D two. They're a little big for that costume, but yeah, Mitchell or C three PO, Johnny Linehan, <laughs> quirky. Yeah, uh, has that's an about ac- it. Has an has accent. an accent. That's all we got for that one. Sorry. <laughs> Wants a bigger role. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what about Princess Leia? We thought for a long this time one about this one was hard. Yeah, this is this is tough. But we have decided on Ashley Hatch. Played for Team USA, representing the nation like, like Leia is representing yeah, like a, the... Uh, Alderaan? Yes, Alderaan, Before yes. it gets blown to yes. smithereens. That's no moon. I'm telling you. Yeah, leader, right? What about, what about Ty Detmer, Jeremy? Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, that one's easy. Yes, and he's training Tanner Mangum, right? <laughs> yes, he is. He, Obi-Wan came back. To help in the cause. Okay. Han Solo. This one was the easiest one. Jim McMahon. That He's one was so people. easy. So easy. He's, he's okay. so wild. Qui-Gon we said Taysom Hill. Yes. Older, wise, skilled, but ultimately fell. And sacrificed himself for the greater good, There right? you go, yeah. <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn. He has a special set of skills. Wait, wrong one. Who's hanging out with Jim McMahon as Han Solo in the form of Chewbacca? 
Eric Mika. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Punch a Chewy. Eric, Eric Mika Chewy. Mostly based on height and personality. <laughs> and that facial hair would, uh, he's on his way. Admiral Akbar is one Tom Holo. Yes. He, it's a trap. Talking about the Big 12. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Don't do it. It's a trap. Yeah, speaking we of, can't uh, it's a trap of the Big of that 12. magnitude. If you haven't seen at B Morty's uh, latest Star Wars BYU football oh, crossover video, we probably need to tweet that out. Yeah, just that needs to happen day. today. Yes. That has to happen yes. today. A number of you have tweeted this in. Lando Calrissian is Jamal Williams. Oh yeah, fun. Uh, kind of wheeling and dealing. He has style, right? Uh, He's got style. Ladies' man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams, bro. <laughs> is Jamal Williams. Yes. Lando Calrissian. Yes. What about Darth Vader? Kyle Whittingham. Perfect. Yes. It is perfect. He was once with the better side, Jerem. Yeah, now he's yeah, he was once with the blue, and now he's with the red, right? Now he's gone to the dark side, but will he return at some point? At the at the end of his uh, career, he's like I should have been with BYU. You were right. <laughs> Tell your sister you were right. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker, this was brought up. Jake Heaps. You were the chosen one! <laughs> Jake! <laughs> what happened? That's, that's obviously a second place to Kyle Whittingham as Darth Vader, who Kyle would have been Anakin in his younger years. Yeah, once yeah. Good. But, but, but Jake is the too, chosen one. Is too, too good easy. not to pass that up. Yeah. Kylo Ren, Larry Kriskoviak. He he ended a significant thing, right? And uh, he Ooh. ended the basketball series for a year Ooh. for just for money. Yes. Also, Kylo Ren is whiny. Okay. I will finish what you started. He's whiny. He's like an immature child. Okay. And and Larry Kraskoviak broke up with Dave Rose over an answering machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Use the hashtag BYUSN. Weigh in yourself too. We'll get to those. There's only one. Polynesian Star Wars character, right? Yeah. It's Boba Fett. <laughs> and Django, I well, guess. I guess there's Django, so, so, too. So we put Boba Fett as Kalani Sataki. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, but yeah, Boba is a, a clone of uh, Django Fett. So Kalani could be Django, and then everyone else is like that. At Randelius tweets in, Taysom is Luke and Mangum is Biggs. Jurgens is Wedge. Biggs is the friend of Luke. Like, he's bar- like he sees him at the end. There are some deleted scenes. You can watch more of those. They're on YouTube. It's great. At Cougar Stats, Lavelle equals Yoda. Quote, chance to be good. We might be. Whittingham equals Darth Vader. Kalani, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. The Sarlacc pit, by the way, in Return of the Jedi is uh, Matthew Delavadova. That's going no, deep. no comment really needed, right? Wow, wow. Okay, there you go. What the, about the okay, the Death Star, Jerry? The Death Star is Utah football and Gonzaga basketball. Combination it's, of the two powers, the, yes, the evil yes, forces. Yes. The chance the chances of yeah, taking them down recently haven't been great. But if you can find that little spot and uh, you know, Jin Urso and the gang can get you the plans, uh, you can win at Spokane two years in a row. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Emperor Directing the Death Star is Dr. Chris Hill. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly, that fits into this. <laughs> the Emperor. All powerful Pac-12 How many people money. are we offending today with our Star Wars comparisons? This, do- this doesn't differ from what we normally <laughs> present. Truth. Yeah. Oh, so good. Finn, Finn is Jeff Judkins. You came up with that one. Yes, and people are like, wait, 
that doesn't make sense. In a, from a scenario standpoint, Jeff Judkins was raised as part of Utah, right? Yes. He knew nothing but Utah. And then he, and then he had the his side. eyes opened yes. and came over to the good side, to BYU. Mace Windu, Yoli Childs. Mm. Sneaky, right? Solid, solid. Oh, all of a sudden he's a starter. Oh, he averages near a double-double. How about that? How about a young lady that recently joined us on the show? And took advantage of the BYU Sports Nation karma with the BYU women's volleyball team. Mary Lake as Ray. Almost came from nothing. She's a libero. Yet yes. She had a huge influence on the season, the and story. Absolutely. Her story is only growing, right? She's young. She's a freshman. Yes. Ray just went to a really important place and saw a really prominent figure if you haven't seen Star Wars. Okay? She's and if just you haven't seen Star Wars, her, where have you been? She's just beginning her journey, Mary Ep- Lake. Episode 7. At Randellius. Han and Chewy, easy. Max and Harvey. <laughs> I like them. Use the hashtag BYUSN. By the way, who's Jimmer Fredette? I couldn't. We couldn't come up with Jimmer someone Fredette. for Jimmer. Yeah, tell Help us, us out who there. Jimmer Fredette is as a Star Wars character. Up next, we'll talk to President Coach Steve Cleveland. What did he learn from BYU's win over Colorado? But next, we have Tim Lacombe. Why is Eric Mika so successful? BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures on BYU TV. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Station. Use the hashtag BYUSN. This is the greatest day ever for one Jerem George. Yeah, I love it so much. I'm about to cry. I'm so happy. Hey, uh, BYU Sports Nation will be in San Diego starting Saturday. We'll be at the Fan Fest, 5.30 to 7.30 Eastern time. You can watch and listen to that. Uh, as well as, uh, if you're in the area, come hang out. That's 2.30 uh, to 4.30 Eastern Time. And, yes, we do have lightsabers today. Twitter question. In honor of Rogue One, what BYU athletes or coaches would you compare to which Star Wars characters? At Rendelius has been very active on Twitter today. Says Johnny Linehan is C-3PO. That's what we came up with. Yes. And Rhett Allman is R2-D2. Okay, like his buddy. The, the special well, teams guys. Well, wouldn't uh, Jake Oldroyd be R2-D2 then? Yes, but... Dor- dormant until oh, needed. Oh, well played, Jerem. Again, it. going into that deep, deep Star Wars knowledge. Yeah. I, I bought the visual dictionary after Phantom Menace. I was a teenager. It was, a, it was about 10 pages into that that I was like, my head's about to explode. This is, <laughs> this is too much. Like, like wielding someone else's like joking lightsaber in Studio B on the show is one thing. Reading the visual dictionary... That's it was too much. Have you? So that's where it ends. Are you? That's where it ends. Are you going borderline nerd level right there with Star Wars? That wasn't borderline. That was beyond. <laughs> I'm telling you, I crossed that threshold, and I was like, I come need to back. Br- bring it come back. back. Bring it Reel back. Bring it in. Yeah, we need to uh, make this show a whole lot less nerdy right now. So let's bring in let's bring in someone cool. Assistant head basketball coach Tim Lacombe oh, of BYU up, Hoops. Tim? Tim, welcome to the Star Wars madness. Man, this is this is good. Um, I will say I'm. Definitely not the guy to bring in on Star Wars Day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any of this. So you stuff. don't own the book or the publication that Jerem just don't brought have up. A visual no, media guy. no. I, I actually kind of did some research today to try to fit in a little, but I, I'm nowhere near. <laughs> like you guys are throwing names out there, I have no idea. So. Okay, so we, we're we've tossed out to Twitter. What BYU athletes and coaches would you compare to which Star Wars characters? Do you have anything in mind? Because um, we said Eric Meek yeah. is chewy. Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, with Dave Rose as Obi-Wan. Okay. With wise. Just wise sage. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. knows exactly what's going on, what mm-hmm. to do. I mean, from my experience, watching two of them, I think. Um, <laughs> two of them? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, 
I'd call Taysom Luke Skywalker, the okay. valiant kid, you yeah. know, just out trying to make it happen. Um, and I would put myself in the Max Rebo band. Excuse me? Who is that? I don't know. It's. I thought you'd know. <laughs> Jerem, there's somebody Rebo that you don't band? know? They're the band for Jabba oh, the, the Hutt. Oh, they're the band. Yes. Yeah, they're the band. <laughs> yes. Now, I only know that. I only know that because I looked it up this morning. And thought, <laughs> I thought, oh, Jerem will be really impressed. But So he's not as into it as I we thought. I went beyond, Hey, him. how about that? Yeah. Wow, well you done. stumped Jerem well Jordan. Thank you. You can, you've reached the pinnacle in your life. I didn't claim to be like all knowing with this. I just like it a lot. I know. Hey, you read yeah. the Visual Dictionary for Pete's sake. <laughs> like ten pages. That right. was too much. <laughs> okay. Oh, you but you didn't get to Max's band. No, 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 I did not. Okay. Oh, we are rolling. Star Wars themed BYU Sports Nation today, talking with Tim Lacombe, assistant head basketball coach for BYU, coming off a large win, destroyed the Death Star of sorts, beat Colorado. And uh, we want to know, now a few days removed from that, as you look to Illinois, what does that win over Colorado mean at this point? Well, what, it, what was exciting about the win is I think it's the best we've played. You know, I think we've had games where we played really well, you know, maybe offensively, or we've hustled. You know, like Utah State, we've got 23 offensive rebounds, but offense wasn't real clean. Um, I think it was a game we put everything together against a, what I feel is a really good team. Um, I think Colorado will win a lot of games this year and have a ton of respect for Coach Boyle and their, their program. So the fact that we were able to kind of put all that together was the most encouraging thing. Um, you know, we are obviously down the stretch. We had, you know, uh, two freshmen out there and three sophomores. How about that? And uh, and that was, that was really kind of a, a fun deal. Um, and actually three freshmen, right? Three freshmen, two sophomores out there a lot of the time. So it's it's a it's a like coach said you know we're not a finished polished piece yet we're we're working in in a, in in process but that was definitely a kind of an indication that things are kind of going in the right direction 9 of 19 from 3 47% was the season high what was different about three point shooting uh, other than making more well i think that um you know the one thing that we've really tried to do is put a value on uh, a possession and and when that ball goes inside and comes back out, when the ball is driven and kicked out, you know, those are the optimum threes. Um, I think that, you know, everybody was a little bit nervous, you know, but as coaches, we weren't too nervous because we knew who these kids were and we knew the kind of shooters they were. Um, are you ev- saying about three-point shooting right. so far this year? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, y- you go through the history of time, everybody's going through some slumps, and um, we knew our guys were, were more capable than they'd shown from three-point um, the three-point line, and so that is more like kind of what we're expecting. And when we recruited these kids, what we thought you know they would be uh, doing night in and night out. Now, a big reason why BYU is getting a lot of open three-point looks in that format is because of what Eric Mika has done. Which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Eric Mika leads the nation with ten point four fouls drawn per forty minutes. You think that guy's attracting a lot of attention? Holy cow. And opening up three-point shooters, as I just said. Coach, in your mind and from what you've seen on film and in game, what is he doing to be so successful this year? You know, he's playing um, with a, a great amount of poise down there. Um, he's He definitely has a great feel for um, when he's double covered and he'll throw that thing out. Um, but he's also great at when it's time to attack. Um, he's He's definitely the one thing I think, He's made the biggest jump in 
from coming home from his mission is just his mental, the mental side of his game. When things aren't going great or, you know, he has a little bit of a tough couple minutes, he's able to kind of rally and get through to the next set of minutes and kind of do some good things. Um, his free throw shooting this year has been terrific as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only is he getting to the line, but he's making, um, you know, I think, what is he, 61% as a freshman, and I think he's 78, 79 he's right now. It's a crazy yeah. jump. Yeah, so – so all that being said, I just think he's playing with a ton of confidence, a ton of poise. Um, and, you know, it takes some patience down there in the post, especially when teams are going to bring basically every single kind of look. He's seen the top double. He's seen the baseline double. You know, he's seen guards dig down on the bounce. He, so he's seen everything that everybody's thrown at him, and he's doing a great job of handling it all and, and making good decisions. Illinois eight and three. They've jumped out to a, a nice start. That game's in the United Center Saturday uh, in Chicago on the Big Ten Network and uh, BYU Radio. What kind of challenge are the Fighting Illini? They're they're a good team. You know, from film you can see they're um, what you would expect a Big Ten team to be. They're they've got great athletes. They've got great size. Uh, I think the thing that is really impressive is throughout the roster they have great skill level. Um, you know, they have fours that can step out and make shots. Um, and they also drive you to the basket. They've got a big guy inside, it's about 280 pounds, that really demands a ton of attention down in the low block. Um, they've had a point guard go off for 30 points. You know, So they, they seem to be a really balanced team uh, with great size, great skill level, and they play really hard. So it's going to be a great challenge. Preparing for Illinois during finals week, and so guys balancing schedules and trying to get tests figured out and all that stuff, and I talked to Eric Mika, and he's like, man, it's so busy right now. Just trying to manage all of uh, you know my schoolwork along with still trying to stay engaged with film and all that stuff. So what's what's practice been like this week? Um, you know we've always kind of taken a an interesting uh, approach to, to finals. We obviously want these kids to do well. That's why they're here um, to get their degrees. So uh, we actually took Monday completely off. Um, didn't do anything on Monday. If the guys wanted to come in and get some shots, you know, and scheduling on their own, they could do that. Um, Tuesday, we actually just did a half an hour with, uh, with each guy in groups, you know, a couple different groups where they came in and got a sweat, got some shots, uh, and moved around, um, in between all of the different finals they had. Uh, and then yesterday we actually practiced for the first time. Um, and we basically just kind of got the cobwebs off. We didn't really, we, we kind of showed them some Illinois stuff, but not, you know, and we didn't tell them, Hey, this is exactly what they're doing just so they could keep their minds on, you know, the, the task at hand. And then today we'll dive in hard um, to, you know, the scout for Illinois. We'll practice uh, again tomorrow once we get out there uh, to uh, Chicago. And then uh, we'll play the game on Saturday. When the guys aren't in school over the break, uh, how's the level of engagement? I imagine it could uh, it could go either way, I guess. Our guys are, are awesome. I mean, they – you know, Eric actually talking about Eric, he's one guy like every single day, you know, he comes in for, you know, half an hour and has lunch in my office and our guys, like they feel comfortable being around. So it's not a, you know, when they're not in school, we'll probably see a little bit more of them. Um, you know, it's an interesting deal right now because so many of our guys are married. So that's, and it's the holidays. (laughs) So you're juggling some stuff there. Um, but our guys do a great job, and, and that's one thing as a staff we've really tried to um, be really good at this year is to be there for them, you know, whenever they have something. So we spend a lot of time together. I would imagine when they don't have class, we'll probably see a little bit more of them too. Tim Lacombe with us, assistant head basketball coach for BYU. 
preparing for Illinois on Saturday and playing in the United Center. This is the third time that BYU will have played in an NBA arena this season. Played at Staples against USC. Of course, the game against Utah State in, in, in uh, Vivint Smart Home Arena. And the now Delta the United Center. Energy Vivint Smart Home yeah, Arena. Yeah, how many times has that arena's name changed in the last 10 years? Goodness. <laughs> but headed to the United Center, uh, what does it – what does this do for a team to play in those type of venues? Well, it's good. It, the, you know, the, the feel of those arenas, kind of what, what you're going to experience in the NCAA tournament. Um, and what, what is really neat about these events is, um, you know, each one of them, you know, the, the Utah event was something we do with the Jazz every year, and it's been a great thing. We have a great association with them. Um, the, the deal in L.A., you know, playing the Staples Center, I mean, even I was kind of taking pictures of the floor. That was pretty cool. Um, and uh, that was a neat thing that we were invited to do from the, the College of Basketball Hall of Fame put that on. Um, and then this event in Chicago is actually, you know, to play in the United Center for our guys. It's going to be neat. They all want to, you know, get out there and see the Jordan statue. Um, but um, that's a cool one because it's the people that put on the Maui Invitational. Um, it's, it's a nice thing for the program. Those are things that you don't really, you can't, you know, call them and say, hey, can we get into your event? Those are things you're invited to. And I think the history of the program and the success that the program's had through the years, the level of respect that, the, you know, that they have for Coach Rose, um, and, and those invites come. And that's really kind of a neat statement about the fact that, you know, we're in there with, with Gonzaga, Arizona, USC, and L.A., and here we're, uh, you know, with Illinois and Northwestern Dayton kind of in an event. They're really neat environments. Uh, I think we'll probably be a little more used to playing in an NBA environment this time. I don't know that, you know, now that we've done it, I think our guys will be pretty comfortable. Coach, I almost feel like we should extend the BYU Sports Nation karma through the use of a lightsaber or Please. something like that today. Can we fire okay. that thing up? Yeah, <laughs> Jerem. Can I – are you going to let me hold it? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Get yours and let's go battle. Go battle? Yeah, I don't want to be in the middle of the battle, we're ba- though. We're battling. We're transferring the karma. Yeah. Through the lightsabers to Tim McCain. This is the greatest slash worst moment in the history of the show. Thank you. <laughs> Tim, good luck against Illinois. Thanks, Great guys. practice. Congratulations on good surviving luck. the madness. Good luck talking over this. Of the Star Wars man, Jim right. Jordan. Hey, we're definitely going to improve. We got, a be- we got a way better looking guy coming on next. <laughs> Look at him over there. In honor of Rogue One, what BYU athletes or coaches would you compare to different Star Wars characters? Cleve! Yeah, the president coach, Steve Cleveland, taking Illinois Prepper men's hoops to the next level. Bigger and and better. How can you get your bowl game tickets? My arm! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Whoever gave Jerem the lightsaber. Today's show's in 3D, by the way. If you're watching on BYU TV, it's in 3D, man. Look at this. (laughs) <laughs> Don't break the cameras, Jerem. I won't touch it again. Tell the people about social media. Focus on the show. Put the lightsaber away. Why? Oh, what are we doing? Uh, hey, you can follow BYU Sports Nation for uh, juvenile hijinks and other things. Uh, yeah. At BYU Sports Nation. Yes. Uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Snapchat's BYUSN as well. So we'll be in San Diego. We're going to social media the heck out of that. Uh, so hang out uh, with us for behind-the-scenes stuff with not only the show, but the Fan Fest and the team at SeaWorld and the team on the USS Midway and game day at the stadium in the morning and the afternoon and countdown to kickoff and everything. So hang out with us. Follow us on social media. 
We'll sing San Diego Superchargers as well. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. While we're down. We love it. Yeah. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines. Football, under a week, six days away from the Poinsettia Bowl. Last practice in Provo today before the team travels to America's finest city tomorrow. Ronai Laulu Pututau's one-handed catch versus Mississippi State. It's in a contest on Yahoo Sports. They're doing catch of the year. It's a three-seed. It was a crazy good catch, and BYU needed that uh, against Mississippi State on a drive to go down and tie that game and force overtime. Yeah, he also made a catch in the end zone during that game, so that was a great point. Uh, great- Entire contest for MLP. BYU basketball, number 57 in the Ken Palm ratings, playing number 68 Illinois Saturday in the United Center. We'll talk to President Coach Steve Cleveland about how the Cougars can get another big win on the road in an NBA arena in just a moment. And Amy the Boss, Boswell, has another All-American nod. She's a Senior Class Award Second Team All-American. Congratulations. That takes into account not only uh, your athletics, but community service, academics, and whatnot. Steve Cleveland was huge in the turnaround of BYU basketball. He is joining us now in Studio B. The Star Wars series has apparently turned around. For a little while, the, the, mo- the quality of movies oh, went away. Yeah, the first three okay. weren't that good. But, but now, now it's back, kind of like you brought BYU basketball back, Coach. Uh, how, how invested are you in this whole Star Wars situation? Uh, I'm probably more invested in what happened originally than I am what's happened in the last seven <laughs> me, or eight years. Me too. Yep. Did you see the new one, though, like a year or two ago? Uh, the Force Awakens? No, the no, one? I was on my you, mission. You haven't? <laughs> he was You've doing... been back like six months, bro. <laughs> uh, but I've, I'll catch up before I watch this next one. I'm planning on watching next one. Do you want to borrow one. it from me? Yeah, I'd love that. Okay, you, I'll, br- I'll bring it in one of these Thank ways. you. It's like as a public service. Thank you. It's actually a private service to you. Jeremy's yeah. mildly offended right now. I was like, Coach, man, you did a lot of good. This was on your mission. We got to catch you. We're up. ten games into the season for BYU basketball. At this point, we start to we're thinking like we have we have an idea of, of what this team is, but I mean it, it's still early, right? So what what have you learned about BYU basketball through ten games? I think there's three things we could probably talk about today. The first is establishing a rotation. And that for a coaching staff, sometimes you go into the season and know kind of, hey, here's our top eight guys. We've got freshmen here and sophomores here, experienced players here. This is not the case. You have a very young team, a very inexperienced team. And so as you look at uh, a team, and I thought a lot about this when I was coaching, it seems like you have three types of players. You have developing players, younger players. You have players that have specific roles on a team. And then you have players that are difference makers. And I thought today maybe we would just talk a little bit about where I see that right now and yeah. that evolution, because this changes. Yeah. It's not one of those things that, uh, hey, you're always a role player, you're always a developing player, you're, you're always a difference maker. It changes in practice, it changes in games and how you perform, your attitude, your effort, and everything. So as we, as we look at the, the personnel, the coaching staff probably has the greatest responsibility in terms of managing the rotation. And, and there's a lot of discussions in, amongst the players, amongst the coaches, and, and as I look at right now, LJ is, is the, our, the point guard. Yes. Okay? I think evidence in the Colorado game suggests to me that he's not going to be playing 30 minutes a game, that probably 20 to 22 minutes a game is where this coaching staff would like him to play with uh, Bale playing 20-plus minutes in that game. You we'll think talk- Bale will start to play more? Yes, no? I do. I, and, I, and I think he's one of those developing players that maybe has a specific role right now, and we'll talk about that in a moment. The other thing is that with Nick Emery, you, you would have to – You know, I, I think that LJ has a role too. His role is leadership – a calming effect, hit the open three when you're there, distribute the ball. And, and, and that's not the fact that he can't make big plays, but that's not his role in this team. Nick Emery and Eric Mika, they're more the difference makers in this team. 
I think both of those players have really upped it a notch defensively. Their effort, where they're supposed to be, they've taken more leadership. And so they are the difference makers. I would look at T.J. Haas and say he's probably kind of a developing difference maker. He, he's done some wonderful things of late, much more under control, taking good shots, distributing the ball. The, and I think with the four spot, it's a little bit unique because Kyle Davis, you had a senior, a veteran. His minutes are going to be limited. I yeah. don't think any of us really know how much time he's going to play. He banged up. So Yoli Childs, it, it, there's your developing player with the role of doing what? Rebounding, contesting shots, uh, finishing around the basket, and, and ultimately going to have to start making some free throws because that's going to be a really important part of it. So there's your starting five that are all kind of different places. But if you look at the roster and say, okay, who's the first big off the bench? Well, it's got to be Kyle Davis if he can play. Eights would be there. And then I think Kafusi, to be honest with you, a month from now is going to have a presence, be able to go into games for three or four minutes and really help defensively. With the guard play, I think Bayo is at the top of the list coming off the bench. How about that? Okay. And, I, and, I, and let me just share this with you. As a coach, trust is huge. You don't just put young players in a game. Not meaningful games mm-hmm. where, where, where they're important. Yeah. And, and so this didn't happen in a game. It happened in a practice He's been hurt. He's had a bad thumb. He hasn't, he hasn't been able to be who he wants to be. But in just talking to the coaches and watching things from afar, he takes good shots. He's not hunting shots. He's defending. He knows where the ball's supposed to be. That's what you want on the floor. There's your role play. That, that, there he is. One Perfect. of several. Right? Yeah, one of several. But that's where your role play. And that's his role. Mm-hmm. And, you, and can he hit a shot when he's open? Yes. Oh, he hit but, an enormous three against Colorado. And, and he's not And he's not in a situation where he feels like he's got to hunt shots. I, if I make a couple more baskets, I'll get a little bit more playing time. He understands why he's on the floor. And so do his teammates. Because one thing you do as a coach, you don't keep secrets from people. You make it very clear that, Jerem, you're playing because these things are happening. Spencer, I hope you understand that, but this is what he's doing. And yeah, you're very yeah, I'm open. I'm going to get the majority of shots. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, up front. But, you know, just being, having that honesty, you've got to be really transparent with yes. young people. Yeah. You can't trick them. All right? They got to know what it's going to take you down the floor. So that's kind of where I see mm-hmm. this, this rotation going. Now, could it change? Injuries can change. I mean, Elijah Bryant played 75 minutes the entire year. We projected starting point guard, the BYU projected starting point guard, going to have a huge impact. We're not even sure when he's coming back. So that will change the rotation yeah. if he gets healthy. BYU beat Colorado, and that was, that was as uh, much of a must win at this point in the season as you can have. Now they have Illinois, who's actually uh, a top 100 Ken Palm team. How big is this game for the Cougars Saturday? You know what? It'll be really important for them to stay true to their principles. <laughs> And you, gotta, you don't get in a big arena and all of a sudden decide you're going to start playing like they did at USC. USC, yeah. Okay? Yep. And so we can't have that. You know, because Illinois, really, they're a good team. And they, have, they've had, they beat VCU on a, on a neutral court. They beat NC State at home. They've had actually good losses to really good teams. And, so, and it's a veteran group. Their three scorers are all guys that have been around. So just do what you practice. Do, just remember back. I would just go, let's remember what we did against Colorado because that's exactly – that was the best they've played this year against a really good team. And against teams that aren't very good, it doesn't really matter sometimes. But what does matter is that when you're playing a team that you're just supposed to win by 20, play the same way against them that when you do it when you're playing Gonzaga or when you're playing St. Mary's. Steve Cleveland with us on BYU Sports Nation. 
reviewing the win against Colorado and previewing BYU and Illinois from the United Center in Chicago coming up on Saturday. Let me just make a point. Jer- Jeremy's hunting shots, coach. Yes. Okay? <laughs> I'm a volume scorer. <laughs> he's, he's hunting shots. So yeah. you may want to reconsider your starting lineup. There. Tuesday nights at the church, I'm hunting shots. Yeah, I'm sure you are Absolutely. at the church, at the state center. <laughs> okay, now that we've got that out of okay. the way. Uh, when you look at what BYU has done through 10 games, 7-3, and three, we, we've seen a little bit of everything. What do you expect the Cougars to do over the next 10 games because of the status of developing players and role players? Now the rotation's starting to take a little bit more of a solid shape. The evolution of this game right now is, I mean, they're three games away from starting conference play. And, and I'll go back to this. We always talk about the NCAA tournament, and, that, and that's kind of where all the media is and all the publicity is. But you know what? The, I know this team has set a goal to win a WCC championship. I don't care who, who's in the league. And so to win a championship in a conference over a period of two months, things have to be consistent. And offensively, what I've seen in Evolve is that I call, uh, we've always played with pace. If they had 90 to 100 possessions, that's what they wanted the last five years historically. They don't have that same personnel. And so they've changed. They made some changes, and they're slight changes. They're still going to have pace. They're going to run after misses, run after makes, but they're not going to come down and just jack up a three either. They're going to come down, throw it inside, look for a layup or a one more pass for a three. They're going to be more selective in their early offense. Then what happens is they get into that half-court game, and now they play with more of a purpose. And we've seen that. You saw it against Carl. That ball's getting pounded inside. Mika makes – he shrinks the floor defensively. I mean, he shrinks the floor. And, and when that ball goes through him, he has everybody's full attention. And so from there, now you, have, you play with the same pace, but you have that purpose of inside out. And I, and I think that's what you're going to see. That's how they're going to play. And it takes an adjustment. You know what? I'll, this is what I believe. And I watched enough early practices. It's really hard to get young men and young women to run hard and run with pace every possession. And you pound that and pound that, and then sometimes they get a little bit confused, thinking, well, we're going to run here, we're going to shoot it. We're gonna, as quick as we're going to run, we're going to shoot it quick. That, that has maybe been the way it's been at times, but it's not going to be that way with this club. Steve Cleveland bringing it Star Wars style in Studio B. <laughs> By the way, if you could compare one BYU player or coach to a Star Wars character, who would it be? Well, we have to go with Coach Rose's Yoda. Okay. The all-knowing, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who Chewbacca would be. We said, Eric Eric Mika. Mika. Okay. we said Eric Mika. Okay, I'll go with that. I like that. I like that. He's, he's kind of groaning, yes. yelling, you know, doing those crazy yes. things. Absolutely. Yes, I like it. I like it. Thanks for the time, Coach. You're welcome. Good to have you back on the program. BYU Illinois on Saturday. Up next, the Cougar Whip Round. Which athlete got another All-American nod? And more lightsaber, of course. But first, yeah, yeah. Assistant Let's Athletic battle. Director Let's David Almodova discussing the fan Boom. fest Boom. in San Diego. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, live from Studio B. If you miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation Live, including today's Star Wars special, watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern. These are legit. I know. Like, I love these. Whitney, I know what I want for Christmas now. Took me a while. It's a mere $179.99 plus shipping and handling. <laughs> or something like that. It might even be more. Who knows? <laughs> hey, uh, BYU Sports Nation is going to be in San Diego starting Saturday at the Fan Fest. Uh, we'll be live from 5.30 to 7.30 Eastern time. Uh, if you're local and you want to come hang out, that's 
a little earlier, right? To, uh, we'll, ask, we'll talk to David Almodova coming up about the event. Uh, but come hang out with us. Plus, we'll be live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday as well from San Diego. What else are you doing on a Saturday in San Diego? You're going to be at the beach, right? Oh, you might yeah. as well come hang out with us yeah. at our portion of uh, yeah. that little beach area, and if right? you want the to, marina. If you want to come see the show live, you can come hang out as well. We'll, we'll give you more details coming up Saturday. Jerem Jordan's greatest Twitter question of all time. In honor of Rogue One, what BYU athletes, coaches, would you compare to which Star Wars characters? At Laser Sheep tweets in, J-Swag Daddy is Finn. Always running, really <laughs> likable, and good with the ladies. Oh, wait. I can't think of any other reasons. <laughs> Those are pretty good. Those are pretty That's good. a pretty good trifecta right there. <laughs> As Jerem just mentioned, joining us now, David Almodova, Assistant Athletic Director and the Director of Marketing Promotions and the mastermind behind mm-hmm. the Roar of Cougars student section. David, nice to have you in the Studio B, man. Thanks, guys. Glad to be here. Let's talk about The Rock. What do you think about the performance and the evolution of The Rock uh, in terms of what it started as and what you envision it becoming? The Rock has been amazing. And this year, uh, starting with the football season, they brought it. And they're strong, they're loud, and they're doing things that – some things that we have envisioned, and we've got some things coming in the future. So looking forward to them as we continue to, to grow the traditions at football, at basketball, and all of our other sports. It's helped that uh, all the coaching staffs are on board, too. Volleyball, Absolutely. they have a huge impact. Kalani Satake has reached out to The Rock and had this great relationship to as well. He has, when he was first hired, and he, I mean, he was all about The Rock. In fact, I think, you know, we all saw it. The basketball games that he attended, the first game he went to, Hey, can I go stand on the rock? Absolutely. Go do your thing. <laughs> so he's been great. And, yeah, a lot of our coaches, they've all welcomed the rock, and they've been an awesome support to our athletic teams. Kalani gave him a nickname the first day, Rowdy 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 Rock. The Rowdy Rowdy Rock. Yeah, yeah let's go. Uh, we want to know how we get our big head posters into the rock, David. I, I know Jerem's super concerned about distracting some opposing free throw yeah. shooters. I have a funny-looking face. With this face, mug so I think right it would here. be effective, yeah. Shoot me a text. <laughs> right now? While you're next to me? Sure, later. Oh. Maybe later. <laughs> because that's really important uh, with everything else. That there's like all these celebrities right now. And then there's us. We'll that see was, what we can do to get you guys those out that would, that would be funny. Yeah. The, so we're going to be at this Fan Fest Saturday. Um, where is it? And what time is it? All the details. So Fan Fest will be at the Embarcadero North Park. Uh, it's located right behind the Grand Hyatt Hotel. And you guys already have your faces. See, see, so we have our big heads here. This wouldn't be distracting at all, right? (laughs) How do you make a free throw with this? Yeah. Colorado and... uh, Jerem, when was this photo taken? It was a while. I have a different hair. Is that like senior year in high school? (laughs) (laughs) My gosh. Yeah, this is 02 in Copper Hills. Okay. I have a better haircut now. Okay, okay. I'm actually paying money for it. Sorry, we interrupted. No, your, that's uh, gr- no, that's fine. We've got to get those out there somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Embarcadero North Park. It's right behind the Grand Hyatt Hotel, uh, where the team will be staying. Um, starts at two thirty on Saturday. We'll go till four thirty. We'll have the team out there. Our coaches, the cheer squad, will be there. Cosmo. Uh, we'll have inflatables. You know, we'll have store BYU store merchandise for sale. Uh, a lot of other things happening. So, if you're down there and you're looking for something to do, come hang out. Uh, at the Fan Fest. I heard oh, you yeah. hired a DJ. You can, are you going to spin some sweet tracks, too? Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. On the turntable. And Jack the Mooney will be our MC. And are you who, serious? Hashtag I am. Hashtag, he will be there. He will be I our Jack MC. Hey, That's right. Spence, man. Hey, That's right. some tracks, man. 
<laughs> All of a sudden, he's Jamaican. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> What's more likely, that you spin some tracks or our uh, heads are in the rock? Ooh, that's a tough question. That's, I need to think about that. Okay. <laughs> I'll text you later Get about that okay. as well. Okay, sounds yeah, good. Yeah. Sounds good. Tweet our, that in our Twitter question is this. In honor of Rogue One, what BYU athletes or coaches would you compare to which Star Wars characters? Say that again? So, Rogue One's coming out tonight. Yes. BYU athletes or coaches? To Star Wars characters. You got, a, you got a comparison there? How about Dr. Manning? The sports psychologist. The sports psychologist as 2-1-B who helps fix Luke. Oh, snap. He acted like he just came up with that off the top of his head. You Bravo. Had, you had even, to prep that. Even if it that. was pre-produced. That was, that Bravo. 2-1-B? That's so complicated. How about, how about Tim and David being like, what? And then they come up with like this way next level Star Wars character. <laughs> Jerem has been stumped. <laughs> we're marketing and we're creative and we're thinking on the fly. So, I know. I'm, I mean, I know you guys are legit. You guys, oh. I can't. I can't hang with that level of amazing. <laughs> like it's hard for me. Hey, That's a good one. There are a lot of people that are interested in the Poinsettia Bowl. Obviously, the old rivalry BYU and Wyoming. It's in San Diego in December for crying out loud. So for those that haven't pulled the trigger on buying tickets yet, where do they need to go? What do they need to do? BYUtickets.com. Get your tickets. There are still some tickets available. Um, Go there. Go get your tickets. And there will be a lot of different bowl festivities going on. Uh, starting on Monday night, there'll be a Battle of the Bands right down there on, in Glass Lamp, Love the it. district. Love it. Uh, there's some things going on on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, before the game, our alumni uh, will be having a tailgate at the stadium. Uh, there's still tickets available for that. They can go to the alumni website. And so, but it's San Diego. It's sunny. Oh, it's man. nice. It's warm. It, it'll be in the high 60s. Yes. Looking forward to it. Yes. I can't wait. This is going to be a lot of fun. And, and to relive kind of San Diego with BYU football in a bowl game. This is the, the experience. It's great. Yep, absolutely. Other than Vegas, San Diego's our, our spot. So <laughs> yeah, Vegas is the modern that's bowl right, spot. That's yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. San Diego in December, people. San Diego in December, America's finest city. David, it's been great to talk to you, man. 2-1-B, what's up? That should, be your, that should be your DJ name, DJ 2-1-B. <laughs> those lightsabers you get, those are literally, they, they are legit. legit. Right? You turn them on, they there. made the sound. There. That's what I'm saying. That's, cool. that's sweet, right? Matt, Matt Seymour's our camera operator. He bought these. These are, these are cool. This is the Power are, 5 kind of commodity. And okay. they're blue. And, and they're it's blue. blue. Yeah. And they're blue. That's what matters most. That's right. No red. Whose catch <laughs> for BYU is a three seed in a Yahoo Sports bracket? More on that in the Cougar Whip Around. They, well, that, he's not going to give that back. go to That's town with that lightsaber. Can we take this to San Diego? Let's take it to San Diego. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football is six days away. Dun 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 dun. dun. From the Poinsettia Bowl, the Cougars have their last practice in Provo today before traveling tomorrow to San Diego. Moroni Laulu Pututau and his one-handed catch against Mississippi State. A three-seed in Yahoo Sports Catch of the Year bracket. Vote for MLP. Men's basketball. Be careful with that thing, man. <laughs> BYU Hoops is number 57 in the Ken Palm ratings, playing number 68 Illinois Saturday in the United Center. Volleyball. <laughs> Gone. How's your neck? <laughs> Broken. <laughs> Amy Boswell has another All-American nod. She is a senior class award second team All-American. <laughs> getting very scary hey, future guest Kevin McKinney Wyoming radio analyst he does not give trade secrets to the opponents just FYI 
Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Why do you keep pretending to chop my head off with the lightsaber, Jeremy? It's your back. I'm oh, my to back? Just okay. give you a little ah, massage. Ah, massage. No, it's a massage. No! <laughs> hey, Rise and Shout goes to George, out to George Lucas for creating Star Wars. Wait, How are, about you ser- that? are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious right now. The ri- we're giving the Rise and Shout to George Lucas. Nothing else really happened yesterday. <laughs> There was, it was a, it's a slow day. I'd like to throw in David Almodova for his 2-1-B reference and Tim Lacombe as well yeah. for the random band member from yeah. the Star Wars movie. Who? How about a right shout to Matt Seamers who brought these lightsabers yes. to work today? Huh? Yes, dun, dun, Matt. Dun, 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 dun. Well done. Not yeah. only is he an amazing camera operator, yeah. he is also an elite Star Wars collector. Very nice. Twitter question. In honor of Rogue One, which BYU athletes or coaches would you compare to Star Wars characters? Let's go to the Twitter machine. At James Lawler 007 says, Taysom is Darth Vader. Both worked through serious leg injuries to eventually <laughs> rule the galaxy with excessive force. Yeah, similar leg injuries. No, I, I like it. It's good. At B Royal Blue Coog, Taysom Hill is Obi Wan Kenobi. Sacrificed himself to help those who would follow, but never is really gone. Just transcended. Oh, Hashtag oh. only hope. Oh, how about that? That's well played. Well played. Wow! At Cam Cougar 25, Jamal Williams is definitely Mace Windu, but without Windu. the bad ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to be uh, a little better than Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson was in Star Wars. How about that? At that Wiley Guy 91, Jake Oldroyd is a pre adolescent Anakin. Came in to save the day when everyone thought he was just a kid. Hashtag it's working. He was born of the midichlorians. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Our elite tweet of the day. From at Drawer of Fun, Johnny Linehan is C-3PO. Plucky comic relief. Hashtag droids are people too. <laughs> Nailed it. But they're not people. Wait. <laughs> hey, thanks to Tim Lacombe, Steve Cleveland, David Almanova, and everyone on our crew. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. I'm seeing the movie tomorrow morning. Hey, Whitney. We're traveling today. You, if you haven't bought Jerem one of these, do it now. You still have time before Christmas. These things are legit, but spendy, man. You have time before Christmas. Show on demand, BYUSN.com, audio podcast on iTunes, and the TuneIn app. For Jerem and his lightsaber, I am Spencer. Shout out to Lynn Reading. We're back to work tomorrow.